0: about co-housing with Lynn Morstead and Kelly Soika. co Houston is a multi-generational, community-minded group of people who share the values of connection and sustainability. We're developing the first co-housing project in Texas, and we're really glad you found us today.
1: Hi there, Kelly and Valentina. Hey, hello.
0: Good evening.
1: Good evening. Hello. Yes, it's unusual. We don't normally record in the evening, so we're kind of in this uh, late night sleepy. I'm thinking of those radio uh, programs that go through the middle of the night, because that's what it kind of feels like here for us. <laughs> in Houston. I'm
0: sorry. That's my fault. <laughs> no, it's, here's how it feels to me, Valentina, is like the kids are in bed. It's quiet. You get to like nestle in and have a nice conversation with your neighbors for a little bit before you have to go to bed it's nice i like it yeah yeah
1: we just pretend yeah, that like- we've already moved into co-housing and we're sitting outside on your patio valentina oh so that sounds lovely yeah let's just put ourselves there we got there our feet go. up we can see the skyline of houston and we're on the balcony and so we're having a conversation with valentina hoyos And we want to thank you, Valentina, because we know you're so busy um, that it is really kind of hard to juggle all the balls that you've got flying around in the air right now. So No, it's really a pleasure to be here. Well, great, great. So, Valentina, we would love to just ask you a few questions about being a member and how you became a member. But maybe what you could do just for our listeners is maybe start out by introducing yourself. Who are you? Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, so
1: my name is Valentina.
2: Um I well I was born and grew up in Colombia and I moved to the US in 2006 after finishing medical school. And I did all my, you know, postgraduate training here, mostly focused on research. So I've done a lot of years of research and um And then trained as an oncologist. And right now I work at Baylor, where I do mostly research, but also see patients that have breast cancer. Mm. And during my fellowship, I met my wife, Mia. And now we have a daughter who's um,
1: 14 months old. So, my gosh, 14 months already. Can't believe it. She's such a a long bean pole. It's amazing. She's just,
2: very yeah, tall. She's, she's tall and skinny like
1: Mia, <laughs> even though genetically like she has my genes, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who, who
1: says that somehow some magical spillovers have. Nurture Boots yeah. nature.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, also, I, I heard that she's walking, but I've never actually <sighs> seen her walk because when oh, yeah. she shows up at our co-housing meetings, everyone just holds her and carries her around. <laughs> yeah. <so>. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, in a way, it's good that we
1: haven't moved in yet. Otherwise, she would have never learned to walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Especially with Paresh around. Did you see how he just Oh my gosh! in yeah. on her? He's the baby yeah. whisperer. I heard about that afterwards.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's true. She was very comfortable with him.
1: I love hmm. that. I love that. Well, um, so great, Valentina. So that kind of sets the stage. Well, with your busy life and now having a one-year-old, how did you even... Like pop your heads up above your busy bubbling life and find out about co-housing. How did it, how did it arrive in your li- in your life? <laughs> yeah, it arrived
2: actually. So we have a little free library that we built our, uh, ourselves and it's uh, right across the street from a school. We have a Montessori school close by and the kids love to just leave books there and of course take some books as well. And one day, I was just, you know, now and then I go over the things that are in there just to make sure that everything is appropriate. And um, and I found a pamphlet. It was like, no, it's like a little card yeah. that said Co-Housing Houston and had all the information. And I was like, could this be what we were discussing the other day? So not to like far before that, mm-hmm. we had seen a documentary about co-housing. Uh, my wife and I and we had just like talked about it for a long time about how we thought it would be ideal to live in somewhere like that and but of course we never thought that it would be in Houston we didn't even yeah. look for it because we, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even google it or anything because we were like we, we know that doesn't exist here <laughs> yeah
1: yeah. Counter-cultural, and so, yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: so so when I read that co-housing I think that sounds like what we were talking about and so we Googled it and, and sure enough, it was exactly what we were talking about. And so we got on the, the schedule to do the information session and right away we became explorers. And uh, then what happened is that we realized that the person that had left that was Griffin. Who, I mean, how old was he at the time?
0: I don't remember. Ten, he
1: been like
0: No, not even. He's like even.
1: nine, I think,
0: yeah. yeah. Maybe cool. nine or 10.
1: Yeah, he, he's our best, he, one of our best marketers. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he goes to the Montessori school, and he walked walks by the Little Free Library. He's one of the regular clients of the library. And uh, the other, the big coincidence was that we both go. We go to the same church, and actually during COVID, the church had assigned people that lived close by together to keep an eye on each other Mm -hmm. and so Susan his mom and and us had been in close contact during the whole COVID Mm -hmm. but she hadn't mentioned about co-housing and so when I went to the information session there she was and so we put two and two together and realized that she's the one that had left the that that Griffin had left left the little information thing in our little free library so it was all you know, kind of meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: I didn't even know that. Oh, my. I thought you knew right away that it was Griffin. That is that's even more kind of ooh, shivery somehow. It's very mm-hmm. delicious. Yeah. He didn't know girl. we lived
2: here. I mean, he we oh know, we were in contact with each other virtually and during mm-hmm. COVID since we couldn't see each other. So he didn't know that we were the owners of the Little Free Library. <laughs>
1: so you jumped in super fast on being an explorer, right? Oh, yeah, right
2: away. Because we had already talked about it, and Mm -hmm. how much we thought it would be really good. And we knew we wanted to have kids. Eventually, at that point, we didn't. When we joined, we didn't uh, have kids yet. Mm -hmm. We weren't even starting the process. And so, um, you know, we had talked about how I grew up in a similar situation to co-housing, not exactly the same, because um, the, the people around me were all family members. But my mom is an architect, and she designed this little, I guess, co-housing thing mm-hmm. where there were four different houses, and each one was one of my aunts or uncles, right? And, and we all, they all had kids that were at similar age. So I grew up that way, just going in, mm-hmm. back and forth from all the different houses of my family, my other family members and loved growing up like that Mm. and so I you know we talked about how nice that was and how that would be really good for our future kids Mm -hmm. and having other adults around not just the parents to teach you all these different things like my uncle would teach me to write and things like that
0: Mm -hmm.
1: must have been very hard to leave all of that when you came to the U.S. oh
2: yes Very hard. It it is hard still. Um, and I go back, and my family is very big. There's a lot of uncles, aunts, cousins, Mm -hmm. and we all get together and have a blast. Mm -hmm. But you know, my career wouldn't be possible in Colombia. Yeah. Yeah. The research that I do, you know, and the other reason I left Colombia is that I, you know, I'm gay, and when I was growing up in Colombia, it's very Catholic,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: very homophobic, I guess. Um, and so I was. Yeah, I wanted to live somewhere where it was more accepting of gay people. Mm -hmm. And that's why I I also moved here. But now Colombia has changed a lot. So Mm -hmm. just like everywhere, I mean, not everywhere. I wish it was everywhere, but a lot of places in the world have become more Mm -hmm. accepting. That's
0: so interesting that you, you know, finding finding your place in the world in different geographic places and then it, within different types of communities or different, you know, different ways of identifying with uh, the people around you and how you choose to interact with them and how close or how far. I really like your story about how close you were with Susan and Griffin during the pandemic, because to me, as your future neighbor, that just feels like Oh, wait, they've always reached out. Like, mm. like, that is important to them, to both sides. Do you know what I mean? And so it's a really lovely story, I think, uh, for me. to It's reassuring to me to know that those connections and webs are being created. Um, yeah. You know, even before, we all knew that we would all be living together. It's really nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is really nice. What tipped you over specifically to joining? So you were an explorer and you explored a little bit and then like what made you think or or did you when you joined as explorer did you think oh yeah we'll probably join
2: um I think we were yeah I think from the beginning we were really excited about it mm-hmm. um, then we talked to family members and our family wasn't as, as excited <laughs> 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 because I don't know I guess people just thought different things and it's going to be really difficult and getting along with the, with everybody's going to mm. be difficult and
0: yeah
2: it, it, so but of course a lot of it was misinformation and mm-hmm. things like that as they also became more and more familiar with the project now they are also excited about it um but in the moment that was i guess the only thing holding us back that, that whoever mm-hmm. we talked to about it was like are you guys crazy why are you doing
0: that
2: <laughs> 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 um. So, That's really funny because I
0: think the community is really excited about your family, both sides of the family, because mm-hmm. like we got to <laughs> we've all gotten to meet them at different times. And it's it's really nice. It's sweet.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just people didn't really I guess they're not familiar with the concept. So um, they end up thinking that And what if you end up doing a lot of work and then nobody does the work or things like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and so being the opposite, actually, now that we have kids. Well, now that we have Lily, it's it's been like, we just don't have the time. And instead, we've received so much, so much Mm -hmm. from the community that it's like a no-brainer.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's these seasons of life, right? Your season of life right now is focused on Lily and your career. But, you know, that will change. You know, Lily is going to... I know it's unimaginable right now when you're a young mother, but these things will pass. You know, (laughs) you'll suddenly find yourself... And it'll be a Friday evening and you're at home alone and the kids are out and you're like, what happened here? You know, we've got (laughs) spare room in our lives. I don't even know what to do anymore. So yeah, that's cool. Well, since you've joined and we're absolutely delighted that you joined, what has it been like for you? How has that changed? Even though we haven't moved in together, have there been some things that have happened that pretty amazing things have happened? Um,
2: it's far exceeded our expectations like even before moving in I mean we always thought okay this is something that's going to happen in the future Mm -hmm. this community is going to come together once we're all together physically but in this is still COVID times like we couldn't really be together much right a lot of the times we were just virtually meeting people or getting to know people better but um the most impressive thing I guess was that when when our daughter was born and she was born premature and she was in the NICU for two months. And just how much the community helped us go through that. Because again, we don't have family that live in the area. We have a lot of family, but they all live far away. Mia's family lives in Baltimore, my family in Colombia and France scattered, but no one here in Houston. And so um, the community just came together and they did like a meal train for us and brought Mm -hmm. us food. For a long time, every night we would get food. And I mean, Kelly, you you
0: guys were unbelievable. You took our dog. (laughs) It
2: was a puppy then. Oh my gosh,
0: you were unbelievable. You loaned us your dog for Um, that period of time. So I don't have a permanent dog because we got to just... Enjoy your dog, which yeah, your girls are
1: over it now. So really, they are. It was. was was I'm sure they
0: are because she was a lot. (laughs) She was perfect, though. You know, they had this longing, and you had. I mean, it's like the perfect community thing, right? Like they had this deep longing, and you satisfied that in them. You know, it's. I'll be forever grateful for that. Oh my god, yeah, Kelly's
2: family. You guys kept her for two whole months, and this is a puppy. And I mean, the amount of work that is unbelievable just crazy um and then the other thing that happened was that there was a time where there was a shortage in formula
0: mm.
2: we couldn't find formula anywhere and and then the, the community decided it's going to be like a game like see who it finds the so formula fun. yeah like
0: <laughs> who can find formula first for i learned a lot about, about formula too like oh is this the right formula no that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> the wrong right one. yes i was formula. so
1: excited when i found it in the store i was just like yeah. I found it, I'm yeah. buying it. Yeah. People would send pictures, I got it yeah. first,
2: you know, oh yeah. no. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's been really amazing. Um, and uh, I'm so thankful for the support that you guys have given us. And I wish I could I could give it back. And I, I know I will eventually. Um, I know
1: you will too. Don't worry, don't worry.
0: We've I all been through like, these phases. Yeah. Also I feel like you already do because your family shows up. And so mm-hmm. and it's so delightful to those of us who don't have little babies anymore to have a little baby show up. Like it's just really really sweet. So to just share that time with all of us is just an amazing thing that you do. And to me that's like that's the work of that you do in the community now is to just I mean, we like you and Mia, too. But really, <laughs> I guess you bring, bring Lily. Yeah. You so, have noticed
1: how everybody lights up when they see Lily, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, she is adorable. Yeah, you guys have to see her walking. She's, a, she's well, really
0: I, she fast. Well, she was up. walking a little bit last night. A Friday little bit. And I, yeah. And I blinked and missed it. Oh. I... Well, the, by yeah,
1: the no. by the time you looked, Kelly, then she had already been elevated to all the arms of everybody else. So, You know, it was just a <laughs> yeah. very short moment there. So, well, Valentina, um, is there anything else that you thought you wanted to share tonight that you wanted to, you know, let anybody know, our listeners know about the experience that you've had and how you came to it?
2: No, I guess the perspective of a Latin American person and how important. It is for us, and how we always think that it's family, really, like re- mm. related people, blood by blood, that should be um, these building these communities. But it's not necessary, you know. You, you can have just as strong bonds and community from from people that are not related to each other. And so, it would be nice to have more, you know, Latin American people do these kind of projects. Um, here in the U.S. or in other places in, in, you know, in Colombia, that would be amazing. Mm -hmm. So,
1: yeah, it would be a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just want to thank you, Valentina, for taking time out. And uh, we, me, I mean, um, the dog slept through this. Lily slept through this. So all's (laughs) well. And uh, yeah.
0: We'll have to put in more late night podcast chats because it's quite lovely to dip in. kind of relaxing. You know what would be nice? A wine, a glass of wine. That would also be nice. (laughs) We'll have a whole different podcast where we drink wine and
1: talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm doing a no wine Lent, so, you know, I have to call you up after Lent.
0: It'll (laughs) be a couple
1: more days, Lynn. You're going to be fine i don't know well just want to thank you again valentina and we look forward to talking to you more in the future about how the next phases unfold for you and um and as lily grows so thank you very much and we really appreciate it good night
2: thank you thank you for having me good night good night
0: thanks for stopping by today we're so glad you clicked on our episode For more information about our project, Cohousing Houston, go to www.cohousinghouston.com and subscribe to our newsletter. For general information about cohousing, we like cohousing.org. We're active on social media, so check out what's happening on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Cohousing Houston.